Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. here on FNTSY, and we are pleased to bring in the executive vice president and general manager of the Baltimore Orioles. Just got done having the number one overall pick in the draft. Mike Elias is with us here on the show. Mike, great catching up with you as always. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Appreciate it. Sure, guys. How's it going? Oh, doing very well. Uh, Mike, well, first of all, congratulations. You just got done with your draft, and I know that was certainly a very exciting time for you and the organization was it as exhilarating as it was to be at the forefront of that? I know you've been doing it for many years with Houston. How was it doing it with Baltimore? Saw some video. It looked pretty fun. Well, yeah, it's always a fun day. I mean, getting all the, uh, the scouting department in one room and not only making our selections, but kind of seeing where all the players go that we've been following for a year and, and you know, kind of watching the other scouts and trying to take a guess to which teams are on which players. So it's fun to see all that unfold. But it's a lot of work for us and it's kind of a stressful, suspenseful day, but um, we think it went well. Well, let, let's start off with the first overall pick and, and getting a talent like Adley Rutschman, who I think was the consensus number one overall pick for about six months. And certainly I know Mike that his defense is as good as any catcher that's ever come out of college. And I know that the offense has been there as well. So was it an easy selection for you taking him? And at what point did you know, hey, this is the kid that we want to lead this franchise? Well, you know, it wasn't that easy because we had a bunch of good choices this year. I mean, really, we, we all the players that ended up going in the top four, we considered very heavily. And, you know, you had a um, really good young shortstop in Bobby Witt and then a um, historical uh, college slugger with Vaughn and then Blade, JJ Blade, who ended up having a really breakout year with the bat and, and hit 25, 26 homers in the SEC. So it wasn't an easy decision from that respect just because we had so many good choices. Um, and with Adley, you know, um, catching is a, a physically demanding position. And, you know, there's a lot of talk about whether, you know, you want to just the first round pick in general on a catcher can be a little riskier than otherwise, just because of the rigors of the position physically. But for us, it really came down to his bat um, switch hitting power plus hit from both sides and the makeup. And then the catching was really an icing on the cake thing. So um, once we kind of settled in on him as our favorite bat in the draft, it became, became pretty simple. Michael Elias is with us, executive vice president, general manager, of the Orioles as a new day has dawned in Baltimore, certainly headed in the right direction. No question about that. I'm very excited to see what the future will hold there. Uh, before we get into some of the big league roster and the minor league system, the second round pick, the kid that you chose, Gunnar Henderson, was somebody, of course, I was covering the draft here locally in Miami and thought that uh, the Marlins would potentially uh, go for a kid like that. I was shocked to see him fall to you. And then naturally, Mike, it did not surprise me to look up and see that you selected him. So can we talk a little bit about that choice as well? Yeah, he was... Uh our best talent on the board at that point uh, by a lot. And, um, you know, certainly we're going to try to sign him. He has a very uh, good college commitment to Auburn um, where his brother plays. Um, so, you know, we're, you know, it's going to, we'll see what happens, but 
We're hoping we can sign him. He's a, a very big but also very athletic kid, 6'3", but runs above average, was an all-state basketball player. Um, has a chance to stay at shortstop despite his size, but if he continues to fill out, it's going to be an easy slide to, to third base for him. He's got a really good arm, and it's a left-handed bat with power that should profile at third base You know, if that ends up happening. So definitely an exciting uh, young kid with some upside, somebody that – you know, scouts have been following all year on the circuit, so we've got a lot of history with him. Yeah, I've heard a lot about him. Uh, Mike, before we close out on the draft, any other player that you took in, in let's say, the uh, first or second day that uh, folks should be aware of that you were really high on that you got, that you, you jumped up and down when he was still on the board when you took him? Well, we like uh, Kyle Stowers, who, whom we uh, took in the, um, at the end of the first day. Um, from Stanford, um, and he's a really good outfielder, big kid, like six foot five, but athletic, can move around, play all three outfield positions, um, and power and hit, and just kind of a fun, energetic player who's had a really good career there. And in general, we took a lot of uh, college position players and guys that can uh, play defensively demanding positions, which we think is a nice fit for our organization. We've got some good young pitching, but wanted to inject some position player talent, and I think we were able to do that. Mike Elias is with us. Uh, let's hit on the big league club here for a minute. A couple of players that a lot of my listeners are certainly familiar with and having really good seasons. And I'm wondering if you thought this was coming. Uh, two players, Mike, that really have jumped on the scene on the big league side. John Means, your pitcher. Honestly, Mike, did not know a lot about him going into the year. Did not know much about him. He has been fantastic for you on the mound. And then where did this power come from with Renato Nunez? 16 home runs. I mean, these are two players that I think in our circles, especially in February and March, we're really under the radar. They've had good years for you. Yeah, I mean, means I, I, I'd be lying if I said we weren't pleasantly surprised uh, by what he's been doing. You know, there was a velocity uptick this spring. Um, he's a really big guy. He works really hard. He's in really good shape. And I think it's just coming together for him physically and delivery-wise this year. Um, he's got a really good change-up. He, he trusts it and commands it so well. And it's a really unique kind of change-up. It's got this late hard uh fade to it um and it's just it's really hard to pick up and uh his breaking balls have been coming along he's got a, a curveball and a slider now and the guy really competes and throws strikes and i think the production is real and you know he's a big durable left-handed starting pitcher so i think he's got a very bright future and then uh you know nudez is a guy that's always had power he was a, a bonus baby out of venezuela many years ago um and um he He's got big exit velocities, really top-end exit velocities when he gets gets into a ball. And, you know, he's only 25 years old, and he's starting to get consistent big league at-bats, and we're, we're seeing it convert to games. Mike Elias is with us. He is the executive vice president and general manager of the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, Mike, one of the questions that I get quite a bit now, certainly as you can imagine, I'm sure you're getting them as well, is about Ryan Mountcastle, your, arguably your number one prospect as of right now in the minor leagues until you get Adley signed, clearly. Uh, could we see Ryan at some point this year in the major leagues? Do you think that's a possibility? June, July, August? What do I tell my listeners on him? Well, it's certainly a possibility. Um, I think the thing I would say with him, though, is that he's really young. Uh, he's only 22. He's one of the youngest players in the International League, and he hasn't spent much time in AAA. So while he's off to a great start, and that's great, we're not surprised by it because he can really hit. Um, you know, we don't want to jump to too many conclusions when somebody's only kind of gone through the league once you know we there are a lot of veteran pitchers 
and AAA, and sometimes seeing some of those guys at repeat time uh, when they start to um, maybe figure you out a little bit, it, it's a good test for a young hitter. So we're not in any rush with him. Uh, we don't want to do anything to shortchange his development. He's also learning some different positions. So while he has been playing mostly third base, we want him to get more comfortable at first and possibly even in left field here pretty soon. Um, so there's still a lot of work for him to be done, but he's definitely somebody to be excited about. Yeah, for sure. And, and I know that the listeners and, and people who message me are asking me about him all the time. Uh, Mike, so naturally at this time of the year, after you get past Memorial Day, clubs start to look at who they are. And at this point, we kind of know where the Orioles are in the system. But certainly you have a couple of even very nice young players that could potentially be with you or be somewhere else in the future. Trey Mancini had the really good year two years ago. I don't know what happened last year, but he is right back where he was again this year. And I'm obviously seeing comments and things that, that you have said and some speculation that there could be players moved potentially by you guys come the trade deadline. So uh, this is your first trade deadline coming up here pretty soon as the top guy in Baltimore. So how, how kind of are you approaching this going into that? Well, I, we'll just see what happens. I mean, you know, it, you look, we're not uh, in the playoff race this year. Um, so we're going to be looking um, to pick up some future value where we can. And, you know, certainly the players that we have that are on or near expiring contracts, I mean, that's a little bit of an easier decision and conversation. But we've got to consider anyone who's in our major league roster right now if the right deal comes along. And, you know, we don't want to lose some of these guys. And some of these guys are under control for a while. But um, we do have a policy this year that we're going to be listening on on anything so um we'll just have to see how it goes i mean if it's not the right trade for us we're not gonna pressure ourselves to do anything um but i i think that we have some players that that contenders are going to want and there's going to be a lot of interest in and i i you know doubt that we uh do nothing so we'll just have to see how it goes and um you know wait and see what calls come in yeah well mike listen i'm so excited for uh, to see you in the position that you have and see your draft, and, and I know that in a few years, sooner than later, the Orioles are going to be right back on top with your leadership. Congratulations on completing the draft. I look forward to see some of the signings, and uh, thank you as always for coming on my shows. Really appreciate it, and best of luck. We'll catch up again soon, okay? Thanks, Craig. Later. Appreciate it. Mike Elias with us here on FNTSY. We'll take a quick timeout. Be right back after this.